Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. My, 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 my. Can't hear myself. Are my headphones plugged in? Do you nope. even know to use headphones? No, there we go. Oh, man, I had a great weekend. Just a great week. I got to pet a dog. That's always nice. Yeah. See, I got the joy of petting a dog. I didn't have to clean up after the dog. Mm, the burden of ownership. I Yes. It was like I had all of the pleasure, none of the burden. Like I pet my dog this weekend, but he's old news. Yeah, but then you also have to pick up his duties. I did. I actually got that done just before the snow went down yesterday, too. Like, I couldn't have timed it any better. And you have to vacuum up all his dog hair. Yeah, that's nonstop. Yeah. That's nonstop. I was at a brewery on Saturday night, and I don't know if they're all like that or just that one in particular, but everybody brings their dog in there, and it's bloody fantastic. I know the one you're talking about. And yeah, every time I've been, I was in there once, and a woman had her cat. She brought a cat in there? Yeah. Okay, that's weird. And the cat just kind of chilled. It was just like on her shoulders. Like, I'd have no problem with that, but I don't know. Cats are so skittish. Yeah, especially when there are dogs around. There was a few weeks ago, I was in that same brewery, and there was a woman in there who had a couple of dogs with her. And I had to step over the one dog. Like, the dog was just laying in the main... But the dog looked up at me like, hey, I'm a dog. And I reached down to pet this dog, and she sort of yoinked the dog away from me. Ooh. And then I realized it wasn't wearing a vest that said, hey, don't touch me. It was printed on the leash. Oh. Like, the leash itself said, hey, don't pet this dog or whatever. Like, I need a bigger flag. But also... Everybody was petting that dog because that dog was super friendly. That dog was in a brewery and it was laying right in the aisle that people had to walk through. That's the one thing. I really like that there are more and more places coming up that allow kind of dogs to hang out. Yeah. I guess a lot of restaurants can't because, you know. Food. The food preparation and whatnot. Well, maybe that's why this place, because this particular, we'll just say it's Bent Stick. Right. And... They, they, don't, they don't make food. They sell like bags of chips and stuff. They, they sell bags of cheesies. That's why I love it. <laughs> yeah. You get a $2, you get a sleeve of Hawkins for $2. It's a cool brewery too. It's in like an old warehouse. Yeah. And it's got retro-y grandma's basement furniture Yeah, and a shuffleboard table. Well, that's a good spot. And yeah, yeah, they allow the dogs. Every time I've been in there, there have been other dogs. Yeah. I, I love it. I, I do. There's just something comforting about dogs just kind of walk. They're not off leash, but they're just sort of walking around, greeting people. Everybody's petting the dogs. Yeah, everyone's having a good time petting the dogs in there. And I'm glad to see more places are doing it. Yeah. Uh, I'm still hesitant because, of course, as soon as we found out they allowed dogs in there, uh, my best girl was like, oh, my God, we need to bring our dog here. I hate bringing our dog into public places. Why, is he that embarrassing? He can be. In what way? 
if uh, he's not getting enough attention from us specifically, he'll start barking. Or oh, if he sees another dog, he might get a little excited. He just he's a little bit of a loudmouth. He's not like a a humper though, right? No, no, okay. no. He doesn't do that. <laughs> okay, uh, but for the most part, that's what I live in fear of is just him being really loud. Yeah, probably ninety percent of the time he's fine. Yeah, but that ten percent where he's not. This one dog I was petting on Saturday night. The dog's name was Boulder. That's a good name for a dog. Boulder. Boulder. And he was a husky. I couldn't believe how thick that dog's fur was. The undercoat. Yeah. Yeah, that's it what makes... Because my, my dog has an undercoat. Not as thick as a husky. Yeah. But that's what makes... The amount of vacuuming I have to do because of that hair just falling off, especially in the springtime. Oh. oh. And you wear black all the time. I know. That's why, like, my from my legs down, <laughs> you can just... Oh, yeah, now I notice. <laughs> from the knees down, I'm just covered in hair. Yeah, you just stop trying. Yeah, right? I give up. Yeah. That boulder, though, that dog, that was a beautiful dog. That was a handsome dog, and that dog was having the best night of his life, getting pets from everybody. Just attention for days. Yep. Yeah, more places, allow dogs inside. But not snakes. Thank you. Oh, my God, I never even thought about that. I'm sure there are. We've seen people around, like, walk down White Avenue with a snake over his shoulder. I don't know what I'm going to do if I go into that brewery one day and somebody's got a snake draped around their neck. I'd probably—I would leave. I guarantee you I would leave. That would be upsetting. Yeah. I walked into a house the other day. Here's another story. This is a tangent. I went to go buy some records off of a guy, and he's like, oh— Come on in. Like, okay, first of all, this is like step one, how to get murdered. Mm-hmm. But I had uh, sent a message to my beautiful bride saying, I'm at this address. <laughs> if you don't hear from me in 15 minutes, call the police. So I walk it, and this guy's got aquariums everywhere in his house. And immediately I even said to him, hey, um, the, it's just fish, right? Like, I didn't say you don't have snakes, do you? I didn't say that, but I, I needed to know. And he's like, yeah, just fish. So he kind of, he answered my question for me without me looking like a total, like he maybe just thought I was being curious about his fish. I never asked another question, but the whole place was just a sea of aquariums. I thought for sure there was going to be something in there I didn't want to see. Spiders or snakes? Oh, I can handle the spiders. That really wouldn't bother me, but I I don't want to see a snake. Ugh, God, I couldn't do the spiders. So... If they start allowing other animals, you at the brewery, you'll allow you dogs, cats, no problem. Yeah, that's all right. Snakes and spiders, maybe not. I'll take a pass on those. Yeah, no, thank you. What about birds? I'm not a big bird fan. No, I don't. They're kind of noisy. They're really loud. The novelty of the talking bird wears off real fast when you realize it's not really. Uh, it doesn't have comprehension. It just talks. Sort of like a lot of really dumb people. They don't understand much. They just talk a lot. I think that's what parrots are. I had a friend growing up who, someone in his family had a bird. And every time we were at his house, like it just, I hated that bird so much. It was so loud. Oh, yeah. It's not worth it. It's like a smoke detector that's constantly going off, but yet people don't hear it. Like the, the bird person doesn't hear the bird. And people try and say, oh, birds are so smart. They're not that smart. Yeah. Can they do their own taxes? I don't think can so. Can they drive a car in, after a snowstorm? I don't think they can. Could they go to, say, London and figure out what bus and what train <laughs> take to take? No, I don't think so. Therefore, they're not smart. Could they even book a flight? No, I don't probably think so. not. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. 
Birds are so dumb, they probably take their cars somewhere other than Lube City for oil changes. Yeah, could birds be more dumb? Like, just stupid. Everybody knows you go to Lube City. You gots to. Yeah. Anyway, the smart birds are right now standing at a computer keyboard, and with their beaks, they're pecking out lubecity.ca. Takes them a little while, but they'll get there eventually. Yeah, not efficient typers. No, they're horrible typists, but at least they're making the effort to find a lube city so they can get the oil changed in their bird car. At one of the 27 bird-friendly locations. In Alberta. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Just two guys watching the world go by. This whole topic that we got going on this morning, you know, how did you earn money when you were a kid? I want to do another segment on the show. Maybe we'll do an entire show on whose childhood was worse, where we just, (laughs) where we all just try and outdo each other with the hardships from our childhood. Yeah, I was expecting a lot of these stories to be, you know, paper roots and stuff like that. And there were lots, but then there are some that start to sound a little bit like child labor. You have questions? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Uh, Listen to this. This is fantastic. God, I love this. My 11-year-old bought a snowblower this winter for his own business. He was out this morning. He's already done a whole bunch of sidewalks and driveways. His name is Malcolm. Sometimes he hires his eight-year-old sister to run the backpack blower. God, that's fantastic. An 11-year-old with a snow removal business. I love this. Did you have a business when you were a kid? I mean, a lot of kids babysit. That's kind of a business. I remember when I was, God, it would have been 10, yeah, 9 or 10 years old, I had a a private detective business, was not real successful. And the only reason I had that business is my friend Davey Springer and I found an old desk in a back alley in Booster, and we carried it all the way back to my house. We carried a desk and then just sort of set it up in my bedroom and decided we would have a detective agency. No clients whatsoever might have been because we were terrible at marketing probably mostly though um a spurned lover is probably hesitant to hire an 11 year old to tail their cheating partner how about you did you have a business when you were a kid we should discuss this this is the garner andrew show with bryce kelly podcast i'll bet you for a lot of people shoveling snow was probably first job your first business when you were a kid you, 11-year-olds are busy today out there shoveling, including the one who, uh, uh, his dad or his mom, somebody texted in earlier and said that he bought himself a snowblower. He's an 11-year-old with a snowblower and a snow removal business. That is spectacular. So we just started talking about your first job, your first business when you were a kid. Josh said, first job, paper carrier. Oh my God, the newspaper dealer... Every now and again, my next door neighbor gets a newspaper delivered every morning. And sometimes I'll just be coming out of my house at like 3.30, 4 o'clock, and I'll run into the person. Scares the crap out of me. But uh, this person, first job, newspaper carrier, handling money, and up at 4.30, seven days a week. Meant my sleepover days were over by the time I was 13 years old. The tips were amazing. Bought my first car at 15. A scrappy 86 Mazda with a blown transmission. Drove it like a standard throughout high school. That's from Josh. You can do that? 
Uh, Tracy said, some friends of mine and I set up a book lending library for anyone who forgot a book for silent reading in grade three. Our teacher let us use a cupboard in the classroom. We had a sign-in and a sign-out sheet. Never thought about charging, though. I'd set up, I'd set it up on a subscription now. Five marbles a week. Man, I could have been a marble millionaire. Good morning, Garner and Bryce. That's from Tracy. Thank you. How about you? You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Did you have a, did you shovel snow when you were a kid? Not for money, no. No? Did you have to do your family's sidewalk and driveway? Yeah. yeah. So I would, I would stick to one house. I didn't enjoy doing one house, so I didn't see, uh, I wasn't racing to do other homes. You weren't saving up to buy yourself a snowblower and a backpack blower so you could expand your business? No, I was not thinking that far down the road. Like that 11-year-old we heard about earlier this morning? It's just impressive. 11 years old owns a snowblower. I don't even have a snowblower. And sometimes hires his eight-year-old sister to run the backpack blower. I don't even have one of those. No. I love that. It just got us talking about like your first job or, I don't know. Did you get an allowance when you were a kid? Yeah. Did you have to work for it? Yeah. Doing just, you know, taking out garbage, vacuuming the house. Yeah. Those kinds of things. I got paid for making my bed and practicing my music. I was a professional musician, Bryce. I was getting paid to practice the saxophone. And my first real kind of job was being a referee for lacrosse games. How old were you? I would have been in junior high. Yeah. Probably. I was refereeing games for kids that were not much younger than me. Listen to this one. Uh, This is from Dave. My dad bought the bricks from a hotel demolition. Five dump trucks full dropped in our front yard. For the next five years, every day after school, I got to hammer the mortar off those bricks. Got paid five cents a dozen. And I wrote back to Dave and I'm like, what year was that? Because if it was like 1912, that's probably a good ROI. But if that was eight years ago, that's terrible. You were being taken advantage of, Dave. Five years of hammering mortar? For five cents per dozen. Uh, Somebody else said, I had the standard snow shoveling and raking gig growing up, but my favorite job as a kid was working at a haunted house during K-Days. A neighbor worked for Northlands back in the day. He told me about the gig. I had so much fun running around scaring the poop out of people. I was 14. But how many times do you get punched out? I I know we've talked about that before. I was just going to say, you think of that all the time with the Deadminton house and everything. that. Every now and again, someone's going to throw a fist in your face. That job has a high punch-out factor. It does. Uh, Dave, I'm curious. Please get back in touch. I want to know what year it was with the bricks, okay? That's all I'm going to be able to think about now. Five cents a dozen? Yeah. And think of the yard space you'd have to have to have five dump (laughs) Dump loads of bricks in there. I'll bet you your neighbors loved that look. Did you at least stack them neatly, or was there just five piles of spent brick in your front yard? I need all the details, Dave. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. There, I just got another text from somebody else who said that they got paid as well to uh, break the mortar off of old bricks. This person said, landscaping job. The customer wanted to use the old Jasper train station red bricks. Same thing. I was breaking mortar off of bricks for weeks. What did you get paid, though? Like, poor Dave. Got paid five cents a dozen. 
I still, I don't know what year that was though. Because like I said earlier, if that was in the 1800s when Dave was getting paid five cents a dozen, then that's pretty good. Somebody else said, my dad owned a Shell service station. He had a contract with the RCMP. I cleaned out cop cars every Sunday. I was eight. Man, oh man, the messes your eight-year-old eyeballs must have seen. It's the Gar Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. There was a lot of weird jobs for kids when I was a kid. Uh, This one isn't weird, and I think, where's area code 825? I think that's an Alberta one. Is it? I think it's one of the newer ones. Okay. This person says, in high school, we used to be hired as laborers to load 110-pound bags of potatoes in the cargo hold of ships by hand. Mm, Not a lot of cargo ships in Alberta. No, that's why I'm wondering where this person might be texting from. Or maybe they moved here from somewhere else. That makes more sense. Got tired of loading those bags of potatoes. You would have been yoked, though, in high school. 110-pound bags, they said? Yeah. That's a big bag of potatoes. Oh, my God. Being in high school, if you go to lift a 100-pound bag of potatoes and fail... Oh, boy. You'll have to move towns. Mm Mm-hmm. This one, uh, I love this one. It's kind of weird. When I was in high school, grade 10 and 11, I got paid to read to my aunt. She was really old and couldn't see, so I got paid $20 a week to read to her for a couple of hours. She died when we still had about 120 pages of the current book left. I finished it on my own because I needed to see how it ended. Did I mention I was a 16-year-old guy reading romance novels to an 80-something woman? Oh, 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 baby. How steamy do those novels get? Some of them get kind of saucy, don't they? Like, was it Fifty Shades of Grey level sauce? Oh, my God. I hope not. Can you imagine? Ooh. No, it must have got uncomfortable from time to time. (laughs) He slowly unbuttoned her sheer blouse. She trembled in the wind. Uh, Anyway, how about you? Let's discuss the weird way you used to make money. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. My dad used to let my mom sleep in on Sunday mornings, and we would go with him to his beer league hockey games on Sunday mornings. And we would play mini sticks, and then after they were done, those guys would sit around and drink beers, and they would throw us a loony or a toonie or a $2 bill, back when those were a thing, on their bags and their car keys to go haul out the hockey bags out to their cars, to their trunks. And then everyone would drive home hammered. Yeah, pretty much. That was a Sunday special. We wouldn't wear our seatbelts, mm-hmm. right? And you'd get Tim Hortons coffee and actual donuts. And that was like our Sunday morning special with my with my dad. So now that I have my own children, we um, when they were five and seven, we used to live off a golf course, and we used to go and collect the golf balls that were errantly in our backyards, and we'd make the kids wash them and clean them and sort them and inventory them and sell them. And then uh, they fenced off all the, the golf courses. We couldn't do that anymore, and we came up with the idea to go do clean up dog poop. So we go out weekly on Wednesdays after school and clean up dog poop for ten bucks a yard. And the girls are responsible to, like, write their own invoices and pay for their own gum and buy their own gloves. And they saved up enough money over, like, three years to pay for our entire family to go to Disneyland themselves. That They got to plan the whole trip themselves. Wow. Okay. Are they still doing this? Yeah. We've been doing it for, like, three years. So we chew gum. We listen to music. They have to put gas, like, in mom's car. And, like, one time somebody didn't pay us. And I said, well, what do you guys want to do? It's been like a month. We've done dog poop. I've sent a few text reminders like, hey, you owe us this money before we go back again. 
And one kid's like, oh, we're never going there again. And I laughed. I'm like, okay, that's fine. What else should we do maybe about this? What do you guys want to do? And the other kid goes, no, we're going back there and we're knocking on the door and asking for our money. I'm like, okay. And then the other kid says, no, we should go back and return all our dog poop and throw it back over the fence. Oh, I like that kid. I have solid lessons in life, right? Like, just like all viable options. Hopefully we don't get arrested for uh, vandalism and throwing dog poop at someone's house. But that, that could work out too. But what did you decide to do? Did you go collect the money or do you repoop the yard? Uh, the kids went and knocked on the door and I made them talk to her and ask for the money and make sure that they got paid. So they, they got paid. Okay. I like that. Dana, appreciate the phone call. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Maybe you were one of those allowance kids and you didn't even have to do anything to earn that allowance. Oh, nobody liked that kid. Uh, somebody <laughs> A lot of chicken stories, by the way. And they're horrible. Like this one. In high school, my friend and I got hired seasonally by a local chicken farm. Basically, we had to clear out hundreds of old chickens that didn't lay anymore and toss them into a big dumpster that was a gas chamber. (laughs) Here's another one. In high school, I got paid cash to haul chickens, four at a time, from a semi-truck to a huge chicken barn. The stench was terrible, and the chickens weren't too happy to be carried by their one leg. Uh, Maybe I'll never eat chicken again. Uh, I like chicken wings way too much. This one. My mom played slow pitch, and as a kid around 12, we got a quarter for shagging fall balls, fall bow, foul balls in tournaments. I was fast and got so many that I was given $10 to let the other kids get a few. This was the early 80s. $10 was huge for a 12-year-old. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Same music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy.